Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay, how are you holding up? Um, not super great. <laughs> I I think that's a good uh good start right there. Yeah. Uh as a precursor to the episode that we are about to present to you, uh fair warning, there has been some drinking that has occurred. Yes. We've had some wine. Mm-hmm. Um so I have felt a, a, a little disconnected mm. and a little down in where I am in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coming. I'm coming up to 31, and uh, I just feel like I haven't hit the points that I thought I was going to hit in my life goals mm. <laughs> and some things I have, but I don't give myself the credit that maybe other people would. So. I don't feel great. Chris, how are you holding up? Not good myself. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. No, I've been in a, uh, a lovely kind of nihilistic existential crisis for the last week. It has been affecting my, uh, my drive, my ability to perceive humanity as a cause worth uh, preserving. And uh, most importantly, my own uh, life feels meaningless and without any sort of actual care uh, being put anywhere in it. So, as a result, this week's topic of discussion is going to be loneliness and isolation. Yes. This is something that, um, from doing the weekly Hey Who's, I would say that a good a lot of them that we've answered have been very much driven by this feeling of loneliness, isolation, being either um, swept up in the feelings of loneliness where you you feel so utterly alone and there's nothing or nobody for you, uh, and isolation where others are doing everything in their power to exercise you from a friend group or perhaps they're doing things that maybe you feel are just taking you out of a friend group. It could be other methods, of course, but for the sake of argument, we're just going to stand by others doing that to you. So, starting off, let's, as I've kind of already begun, let's discuss real quick the difference between feeling lonely and feeling isolated. Lindsay, you and I have both been on the receiving end of both of these feelings, I'm sure. Yes. So, how would you define feeling lonely? I have a hard time with differentiating the isolation and loneliness, but for me, it is not connecting. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, especially in moments of great joy for other people, mm-hmm. such as holidays, um, births of new babies, weddings, weddings, new relationships, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's that's the hard one for me. Yeah, no, I can wholeheartedly agree with that. It is uh, for me in particular. I've I've kind of been driven my entire adult life and my teenage life with 
relationships that were very codependent. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we both have that in common. And uh, of course, as a result, it kind of, it leads us to a position of when we are single to feeling gutted, to feeling isolated and lonely, because loneliness for me is a more self-imposed feeling, sort of. It, It may not be one that you can control. No, yeah, it's kind of out of your control. It is it is just an, an it is an inherent feeling of needing to be surrounded by someone else or to be close to someone. It it I I think I think it ultimately for me kind of gets sums up as I don't feel complete by myself. And I think this is where codependency happens is for some of us, we feel so isolated and so alone that we strive to just feel connected to the human race in mm-hmm. any way possible. And so we create relationships that are unhealthy with somebody who already has unhealthy habits, <laughs> um, obviously, as well as ourselves. So we get into unhealthy relationships, which end up being codependent just to feel connected, just to feel not alone. Yes. Whereas when you are feeling isolated, I feel like that might be something that is more inclined to be brought on from your interactions with others. If you are feeling isolated, you may possibly have attempted to connect to someone or you have attempted to make yourself more of a presence in others' lives and you get rejected. Or perhaps... You may even self-isolate where you don't feel that... That's interesting. Yeah. Where you don't feel that others deserve, in my in my case at least, whenever I feel isolated and I feel that is much more self-imposed on me as an, as an extrovert, I isolate myself when I am in a dark place and I don't want to spread that darkness to others. That is what isolation is to me. It is the removal of myself in a uh, in what I can only describe as a weirdly self-sacrificial technique of preserving others. It's interesting that you say self-sacrificial. It happens to me. I have found, um, and it's embarrassing, to be honest, for me, this next part. So when I'm in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone... Um, and they interact positively towards my best friend, mm-hmm. for example. So I've got my best friend and my boyfriend or um, girlfriend interacting positively. And they are laughing and they're enjoying themselves. And suddenly I become this third party and I remove myself and I stop interacting with them. And I completely numb out. Like I stop feeling except this resentment that they are getting along well and I know logically it's unhealthy and it's embarrassing. Like, I don't want to have to admit to either of them, hey, I'm really hurt that you guys are getting along or I feel left out or I feel like somehow I'm not being brought into this and so then I self-isolate. You've also been, however, on the receiving end of a number of infidelities. Yeah. That could very well have been 
absolutely manifesting itself in that kind of self-sacrificial attitude because I, I myself have only been cheated on once, I think. Who knows? And it, it doesn't... It's not something that occurs to me as naturally as it may occur to you. And you've also, of course, had the, the further strife from everything else you've dealt with. So right. it's very understandable. Yeah. But at those same tokens, it's, it's so fucking rough. Yeah. Like, what are, what are you supposed to do when, you, when, you, when you're so constantly at war with your own brain in things, in situations like this, where we know, like, we're both self-aware. We're both self-aware enough to a point where we see ourselves going into these very detrimental behaviors and we just watch. I think that's the hardest thing is when you're um, socially intelligent mm-hmm. and aware of the people around you and logically want the best for everybody, yeah. and including yourself. And then emotionally, you've got this little kid inside you having a temper tantrum, whether it's because of your past traumas or because of something unexplained, you are suddenly um, un- unavailable yep. emotionally. This happened to me when I um, went up to NorCal. Mm-hmm. My sister, who was in this lovely uh, marriage with a man that I absolutely adore still, I had a baby, a healthy baby boy, and I went up there, and I was so depressed and so disconnected. I actually wrote a Facebook post. I read it not so long ago on this podcast, actually, I think, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't connect. I couldn't connect to the baby. I couldn't connect to my sister. I couldn't connect to my family, and and the this, like awareness of being unable to connect to this beautiful moment and hating yourself yeah, for not being able to love the moment you're in and understand the moment you're in is so pre- like I could logically understand this was a precious moment and emotionally not connect to it. And I despised myself for it. And then, and yeah. then isolated myself, went to the room a lot, sat alone in the bathroom, Wanted to be alone and cry. Went on my phone. You feel, a lot of people isolate on their phone. Yes, and you feel absolutely guilty. You so tra- guilty. You trash yourself for 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 having this this seemingly unnatural instinct. It it, it feels it yeah. feels selfish, That's and it point. feels absolutely like yeah. every every single like rational thought in your brain is sitting there going be happy for those in your life that you love and care about. Yeah. Where the, I'm going to just just call it the way it is, the stupid part of your brain <laughs> is just sitting there going, you, you should have this too. Why don't you have this? Don't you feel like shit for not having this? And I get to <laughs> And that's where the science kind of fails us. Yeah. Because I think, you know, a lot of psychologists, psychiatrists, and they help you, and they put you on meds, and they go to therapy, and et cetera. But it doesn't help you connect anymore. I'm going to tell you right now that I'm going to say 80 to 90% of people who are on medication in my life, and I have been on medication as well, 
It doesn't help you connect better. No. Or more organically. No. To people. It shuts out the really low lows that you have and the really high highs that you have. Like I like I've said in the past in the podcast, when I was on Lexapro specifically, uh, I felt numb and flatlined the entire time. In fact, I still feel numb and flatlined, and I haven't been on Lexapro in over a year. I don't know what it is, and yeah. and I still can't recover from the, what it is. I mean, it, it well, it changes your brain, and so this whole. Um, Science has kind of failed us in the fact that, like, how how do we stop people from feeling disconnected in moments where absolutely logically they are supposed to feel connected? It's a difficult thing to even broach in terms of, like, because for the most part, if you bring up these feelings to other people, and this is something I know that our listeners have had to deal with, if you bring up the idea of feeling disconnected Mm -hmm. if you feel isolated if you feel lonely enough Mm -hmm. a lot of people will kind of just come up to you and just be like well fucking go and do something about it and this is where it kind of takes us to our next part of the topic loneliness in the presence of everything going good Mm -hmm. you could be in a healthy relationship you could be surrounded by friends who are good and supportive and caring you could be surrounded with family members who do nothing but love and support and care about you and your well-being and that will not remove the feelings of loneliness or isolation those are things that a lot of people just feel you could have people who are going through the best parts of their life and you're watching them from a distance and going I'm so happy for you, but I still feel like garbage, and I can't do anything about that, or I feel completely incapable of doing anything about that. You could be going through the best parts of your life. You could be going through the best parts of your life and still feel this way. I'm going to give you an example that's really embarrassing and uncomfortable for me to tell you. Cool. Um... I am newly in a relationship about six months, seven months Mm -hmm. in with a person who is um, communicative and caring and nerdy, silly. We connect well. Mm -hmm. Um, The friends who are closest to me have told me, wow, this is the most compatible I've ever seen you with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I agree. Mm hmm. And I can feel these moments of great. And I've fallen in love with this person The only reason I know this is because I have had brief moments where I feel 100% connected to this person. And um, and it's not like a feeling of, oh, infatuation. I'm talking about, I would be there for you if you were sick. Yeah. I will be there for you when your family isn't doing well. I'll be there for you when you hate yourself. I will be there for you if your job doesn't work out well. You know, Um, I respect the person that he is. The issue comes in when I don't feel anything for him at all. Um, The issue comes in when I look at this person who I have previously logically known that I have felt this way for, and I look at this person and I feel like I don't know him at all. And it is a betrayal of myself 
It is a betrayal of the things I've told other people. It, it feels like this betrayal, right? And, and I've told him, God bless him. I've told him when I say, hey, listen, I don't feel much right now. And I'm going through a numb period. And it's not anything that you've done. Yeah. And he'll say, okay. And I understand. Sometimes you go through moods. And, and he's been great. Um, and I have friends around me who can, who can also tell me, yes, it's not him. It's, he, hasn't been, he hasn't done anything. Because sometimes, you know, you get triggered and you're not even sure. aware. So, but for me, it's like, it's so awful. Because you're supposed, I'm supposed to be in this honeymoon stage. <laughs> and I can't, I can't feel it. I mean, to be fair, this isn't just something that you feel with your romantic partner. This right. is something you feel with friends, with family even. Like, this is something that can just, it can bridge gaps in all conditions where you just look at somebody and you go, this person means the world to me and I feel nothing for them. Well, I think that's the thing, right? With like, I think the reason I use my falling in love example is because mm -hmm. this is the strongest feeling that sometimes I think humans can feel. Yeah. And um, some people might be like, well, then she's not really in love with oh, this person. yeah, of course. Well, the reason I use this person <laughs> as an example is because, no, 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 I've, I've had uh, weeks where I have felt vulnerable and happy and absolutely elated. And then within that moment, I'll have little slivers of, I feel nothing. And then there's some days where I feel absolutely nothing and have slivers of enormous vulnerability and love for the person. So um, when I say that I feel nothing with the person that I should be feeling the most with, I am trying to give an example of the enormity of the nothingness that I feel. So when I say that, for example... This person that I should be feeling the most excited about, the most vulnerable with, I feel nothing with. That means I feel nothing for family, friends, yep. jobs, yep. myself, yep. my animals, mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. So that's the most exciting part. The peak of my life is nothing. That means everything else underneath. Yep. It's incredible how fucking ridiculous it feels to yourself, too. When you're in that mental yeah, state. Yeah, because I feel like a fucking cartoon. You feel like, like, like so completely removed from reality. Yes. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, that, that, that's those... where the humor comes from. Yes. Right? The yeah. dark, the dark, sarcastic, dry, British almost humor. So what do you do to combat this? What can we do to, when you're feeling so lonely, so isolated, that not even those closest to you. When you, when you logically know that these people are here for you and they care about you and they love you and you still feel lonely and isolated, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Um, I think it's per person. I'm going to agree and I'm also going to add the three things that I've been told, at least from very very good friends and things that i've i've used in the past that have worked in the past despite them not working now well, number one is you have to learn to be with yourself and not treat yourself as the enemy and that's easier said than done we 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 try so hard to 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 really 
advocate for good self-care, good self-love, and we know that it's not always easy to do. There are going to be times where the last person you want to be alone in a room with is you. Yeah. Because you feel like you're the scum of the earth. The fact remains, though, that you are human. You are just as fallible as the people that you may hold very highly. They're human just like you. They are capable of mistakes. They are capable of misgivings. And the most that you can hope for is that at the end of the day, you've done your best. When you're lonely and you ache for taking someone maybe on a date or something and you just want to you just want to share your day with someone which is something that if you're single it can definitely be a a weird thing that you long for is that feeling of i just want to share my life with someone you know you just want to come home and talk about your day Sometimes the best course of action at that point is to just take yourself out. Treat yourself. That doesn't come easy. And of course, when all else fails, you may just have to remove yourself for a little bit and just be in the moment. Be lonely. Be isolated. Feel those things that you're going to feel. And don't push them aside. Because more important than feeling good is learning and growing from what you're going through. You're going to feel pain in your life. You're going to feel isolation. You're going to feel disasters. And you're going to feel like shit. That doesn't make you any less of a person. It doesn't make you less deserving of the good things that life has to offer. If anything, it makes you just as deserving as the people who are not going through what you're going through. People who may not feel depressed. People who may not feel sad as often as you do or may not feel as down or removed from society. It's nothing less than going through hell and just keeping on going. I think that's the the big lesson is um, give yourself space. Mm -hmm. and forgiveness and room to not feel to not connect and give yourself knowledge that you won't always feel uh, isolated you won't always feel this alone and for me uh what helps me is sometimes i can make somebody else feel less alone 
Sometimes I can make somebody else feel less isolated, even if that doesn't help me right then. And that's worth it in the end. Because life isn't about your comfortableness, your happiness. Um, that's something I've had to realize. Life is just, you're just going through it. Some of us have been ha given depression. Some of us have been given anxiety. Some of us have been given other things. And so even though some people seem happy and connected, you don't know what they're going through. So don't put yourself down and look at somebody else and say, well, they're not depressed and they're having a good time right now. And I'm not. <laughs> you have no idea what they're going through. Right? No. Um, so just be just be gentle with yourself. Look, it's it's not easy. No. We're not all having a good time here, and <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's super okay, guys. Um, sometimes we wake up and we're, and we're not in a good spot, and you just go through your day. Yeah, you just go through it, and maybe you had a shit day, maybe you had a shit week, maybe you had a shit month. But it will not always be that way, and something lovely will eventually come. Yeah. And you have no idea what lovely things will happen. Although I feel like for me, and this is reality, I don't think that you should always look forward to the next thing that will make you happy. Mm. I have been trying to look forward to the next thing that will let me learn. That's a good way to think of it, I think. It's not always comfortable. No. It doesn't always like make you happy. No. But um, I'm going through a kind of a hard time right now, guys. And I'm trying. <laughs> I've gone to therapy. I've talked to friends about it. And uh, I'm going to be honest. No one's actually made me feel better. And no one has given me any um, uh, advice that has really helped me move through this moment in my life. But I'm learning a fuck ton about myself. And I'm like, wow, I am not as strong. And I am not as intelligent as I thought I was. And I'm not as, um, gosh, I don't know. I guess strong. I, or maybe that's the wrong word. But I'm not able to stand up for myself in the way that I thought I was. And I'm going through this and I'm having to remember I've only got a few more months to go through this one particular hard thing. So if you're going through something right now, and it's really hard, and maybe it's with your friend, maybe it's with your significant other, maybe it's with your family or your school or your job. Just know that right now, it's not going to be forever. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you have. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have the knowledge of mortality in that this is what you've got. Do the best with it, what you've got, what you can, where you are. And in a silly, smaller way, you're not alone. No. We're not alone. Chris and I are in a room together right now. And as much as we feel alone mm -hmm. and as we isolate ourselves from each other, <laughs> we are not alone. And you, our listeners, if you, you might feel like, well, I'm listening to a podcast right now and I can't reach out to them. Or I can't reach out to someone. That's that I can't do that. You can always, always reach out to us. We're just two people on yep. the other end of a microphone. Yep. 
We are always, if anything, you can always reach us. And this isn't just a clever segue. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Hey Who Podcast. You can like the Facebook page. You can subscribe to the subreddit. You can email us directly at mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. There are always going to be people out there who are feeling isolated and lonely. And just remember, you won't feel that way forever. And if you want to just drop us a line, do so. And say, look, I feel lonely and I feel kind of shitty about feeling lonely. And we'll be like, hey, we're feeling kind of lonely and isolated too. Mm -hmm. And and there it is. We're all going to get through this, guys. We're all going to make it through it. Just remember that. And when we say we're making it through it, just remember there's ice cream and chocolate <laughs> somewhere at the end of your... <laughs> somewhere in the next month, you're going to experience some delicious food. Or in our case, another bottle of wine. <laughs> or something wonderful on your video game or book or job. And you're going to fall in love and you're going to meet wonderful people and you're going to experience wonderful things along with your shit. So... Just remember, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. We're all here, and some of us have deeper deeps than others. And one last note. For everyone out there, and this is honestly, I'm talking to myself a little bit, who is going through the motion of, no it isn't, <laughs> of fighting this good positivity that we are putting out there, Tell that part of your brain that is telling you things will not get better to shut the fuck up. You deserve to feel good. You fucking do. No matter what you tell yourself, you will get and better. And here's the other part of your brain is you will feel good and then you will feel bad and then you will feel good and then you will feel bad. And that is life. So enjoy the moments, make them precious, make them lovely, and as always, don't, don't tell us to just get, get over it. it.